Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are back for a third season. For us, it has been long awaited. Yes. Don't know how many of you are listening. Right. But it's been almost just a few months shy of a year since yeah. we last put out an episode. Last June, no, yeah, last June uh-huh. was when we put out our last episode. Yeah, we um, we had plans for more, but we just kind of life got in the way. We got so busy. I've been I think working our, a lot. I think part. I think the original reason why we didn't put out we had to keep postponing it was because our wi-fi yeah finally crapped out on us so we had to get a new wi-fi a new wi-fi but it was taking forever mm-hmm. um and then, and then work by schedules the time, just yeah by the time we got collided. new ones we just work back at yeah. work and just and now and stuff. then i was in school and it just kind of it kind of got got away from us mm-hmm. but we decided hey we still got some stuff we want to talk about. We oh. still have some ideas and some thoughts we want to get out there. Some some new ideas of, of uh, episodes. episodes we want to do. So we thought this was a great, you know, jumping off point for a third season. We were going to continue with the second season, but it just seemed like a fresh start was yeah, in fresh, order. So, fresh we're, start. so we're doing a new season. Um, we might have some guest stars on again. Crystal might be back. I don't know. She we'll said see. she'd be down for it. So... Oh. We'll, we'll say this. If we do it, I will for sure be medicated that time or else it is going <laughs> to go off the rails. And I'm telling you this right now. ADHD Crystal Annika is not a good parent. Yeah, if you were around for, uh, I think she was in season, we had her around for season one. Yeah, maybe She-Ra, season two. She was in Shira's episode and, and she was Winx's in episode. the Winx episode. So if you guys were around for that, then you then you, you heard the chaos that is me and Crystal. Yes. So hopefully we'll have her back. Um, we'll we might see. have some others. We don't know. We might see if we can get some other people on here. Um, so today's episode, um, is one that we figured was a good jumping off point for, you know, our new season. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about Turning Red, the Mm -hmm. Pixar movie that came out, uh, February 21st of this year. Was it? Yeah, February 21st. Mm -hmm. No, it was released on Disney Plus just a few days ago. I literally saw on, online it said that it was released on February 21st. No, it was literally just put out. Then Google lied to me. Well, Google lied to me. Then I'm sorry because I'm pretty sure it was put out this month. I think that they had like, oh, they had like pre-screenings and stuff. Okay, well, don't listen to me then, guys. It came out in March. Um, apparently I don't know because it dropped on Disney Plus. I think on I want to say it was the 11th because we watched it on the 12th. You're right. I don't know why it says February 21st. I don't know what you were looking at. Anyways, it came out in March of this year, and for those of you who have not seen the movie. Um, it follows a young, uh, Chinese Canadian girl, May. Um, she, uh, is living in Canada. She's with her mom and her dad and right. her, you know, other relatives. Right. Um, first, before, before we can keep going yes. with this episode, if you have not seen the movie, pause, go watch the movie, yes, come please. back because we, if you've been around for episodes before, we do not avoid spoilers with this podcast yes. because we're just talking off the cuff. And if we tried to avoid spoilers, it would very much limit what we can say exactly. to make this podcast great. Yeah. So, so with that in mind, ahead, yeah. go watch the movie, come back. If you've already seen it, stick yeah. around. With that in mind, um, the big part, the main part of the story is May is a 13-year-old girl who just wants to live her life with her mm-hmm. friends and go... The biggest, the main, main part of the story is May and her best friends, Miriam, Priya, and uh, Abby... Abby Wanting to go see their favorite boy band, Four Town. Four Town. Townies for life. 
for Townie for life. <laughs> like, okay, I will say, if they were a real band, I would definitely okay, would be a fan of them. But here's the thing. Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher. Does the singing and the voice for Robert. And, and we love Jordan if Fisher. If you guys do not know me, if you don't follow me on any social media... You guys don't know, but I am a huge Jordan Fisher fan. I've loved him since Teen Beach Movie, and I will forever love him. Oh, so I, yes. So um, I, I, would I don't think him. I knew that it was him until we I watched, told you because we were. Yeah, I didn't know until we were watching the movie. Yeah, and you were I looking it. Up. Yeah, I was. I was like, why does he sound so familiar? And apparently, uh, Phineas, who yeah. does stuff with uh, Billie Eilish, I he was in it. I think that's her brother. Yeah, it's her brother. Yeah. I, he does. I want to say he does Jesse. But I could be wrong. Yeah, but there's he, some. Yeah, because he did a lot of the like a lot of music. Yeah, so he him. does. He they're in it, and if they were a real band, I definitely would go see them. I'm I just would. saying. I want um, them to come here. I know. So the big, you know, the main part is that she wants to go see this band, and of course her mother is like, "No, it's inappropriate. You're not going to go see them. They're mm-hmm. just these boys." And there's lots of stuff that happens throughout the movie, um, and of course the other main component <laughs> of this film is that May. Um, like a lot of the women in her family, is cursed with being a giant, fluffy, giant, fluffy red panda. So cute. Now, I will say, I would die to have Mei Lin as my best friend if I could hug a red panda for oh the rest gosh. of my days. She was so stinking cute. The cutest red panda I've ever seen in my life. So, I mean, now, I've never seen any red pandas in real life. Uh, yes, we're, so, yeah, let's say that. Um, one of my favorite, uh, this is probably like going to be brought up later, but yeah. I was just thinking about it. One of my favorite little, like, behind-the-scenes tidbits is that uh, when May's running, trying, you know, going home mm-hmm. at, towards the beginning of the movie, and she, like, gets confronted by people, she, like, sticks her hands up, because actual, like, real red pandas, yeah. they'll put their hands up when they're, like, scared, yeah. and it's the cutest thing it's ever. It's so cute. Um, one of my, uh, damn it, now I lost my train of thought! I'm sorry. Okay. You know this. I know I have this. to say what's okay. on my mind. No, it's fine. Let me, let me get back to this. Okay. Anyways, um, so, Jillian, see guys, this is, this is why we have so much trouble doing things, is because my, my brain cannot, I, I need to go. She can't be interrupted, and I, I, if I don't say what I'm thinking, I will forget it, and then I'm gonna kick myself, because then I'll be, I'll think of it after we finish the episode. It's happened many times. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, in a nutshell, this, the, the, big point of this movie is it's a coming of age yeah story. it's a coming of age story she's 13 years old she's what 2000 2002 yeah 2002 13 year old girl and mind you for me i was born in 1999 yeah. so i was 13 in 2012 i think i was 13. so i had about 10 years after this movie came out or this movie i was, was 13 set. right around like 2009 maybe? yeah like 9 10 around there something like that so if you were, we yeah yeah so we don't have a whole lot of experience in the very early early 2000s right. you have more so than i do right also we do have two older siblings so we have a lot of stuff that kind of like carried over from exactly. the late 90s early 2000s like because... the amount of clothes that i had that carried over from the 2000s well because our older sister hand-me-downs just hand-me-downs. if you if you have older siblings you know you know hand-me-downs 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 all the time we have halloween costumes that were hand-me-downs <laughs> all three of us girls wore so many of the same exactly. Halloween costumes but i think one of the biggest things about this is um and i'm going to say this right now is neither of us are are chinese or canadian neither yep. of us have any asian heritage or canadian heritage i mean however mom's uh i think it was her step 
her step grandmother. That does not count. Just because our step grandmother was Japanese does not mean we I have. Know, it. I know, but mom loved to say that. Oh, she, she loved, loved it. To bring it up. She she thought she was the funniest person alive. But so we, neither of us have any experience being Chinese or Canadian, right. so we don't have that a whole connection. Lot. We can't. To we it. Not, cannot connect in that way. What we However, can connect with is being a thirteen-year-old girl. And being super oh, awkward and weird. So awkward. Like, okay, let me just bring this up because I know she's not going to, but you want to know how awkward we were? Jillian ha- just got yesterday. No, that was high school. That I doesn't was, that matter. Was 17. That does not that matter. Was 17. Okay, no, do not bring this yes, up. Yes, yesterday. I specifically told my friend texted me earlier because he saw about me posting about it on Twitter and asked me what it said. And I told him I was not going to tell him because I didn't even tell you guys all the content. Okay, well, I'm going to say this. You want to know how awkward she was? She just got a letter in the mail that she wrote to herself in her senior year of high school. It was a class assignment. That doesn't matter. You wrote in the very beginning, what's up, homegirl? How awkward can you be at 17? I was much more <laughs> awkward at 13, I can assure you. I was you. very awkward at 13 because I was one of these girls, I still am, I've gotten a little bit better, I still am one of these girls who says what's on her mind. Oh. Who does not have. care. That well, is who I am. She, Annika is one of these people that, from the time she was a small child, <laughs> has had no brain-to-mouth filter. And my mother, our mother, loved, she thought it was hilarious, but yes. also did not think it was hilarious I have gotten sometimes. a lot better, I will say this. Um, it, but, like, I can connect with May in that way, because yeah. I, I too, had, you know, obsessions with these boy bands. I had, I had, I, I had a crush on the same boy from, like, sixth grade <laughs> all through high school. Yeah. And then there was another boy that I liked uh, like sixth through eighth grade because we were like in the same class yeah. and I had this I was okay I was obsessed with high school musical and g- I still and am let me tell you when she means obsessed she means obsessed uh, not even just with high school musical Troy Bolton hey. Zac Efron can, okay can you blame me for I loving Zac you. Efron he is a gorgeous human being but I was so obsessed and that was like I was like you know like 10 through 13 that, yeah you know that age bracket right there I was like obsessed I mean I still love high school musical I'm not as no I am obsessed with it still Mm -hmm. um but it's like 13 year olds are awkward and weird and Mm -hmm. they're obsessed with boy bands or girl bands or whatever Mm -hmm. they're obsessed with you know they get awkward around somebody that they like you Uh know and that's just how it is that's that's one of the things that a lot of people took away from this movie was how authentic it felt. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a Tamagotchi. She has stickers all over her little was it, her, clarinet, yeah, is it clarinet, clarinet case. She had, like, the outfit down to the, like, so 2000s. I mean, there's, like, the, they had, her and her friends had the friendship bracelets. The friendship bracelets. I, I remember. A, I had a friendship bracelet no, with a friend in You know what I had? You know what I had at 13? Silly bands. That's oh, what I had at 13. Silly bands. When I was in middle school, I those had silly were, bands. The amount of times that we got those confiscated in oh, class... Yeah. Because people will not stop, like... I still have some You somewhere. have some, yeah. I have some somewhere. Like, I don't know where they are. It was authentic to the point where I was like, wow. I, yes, there I remember so that. There were so many moments where I was like, oh gosh, I'm having flashbacks. But here's the thing. I've blocked... I feel like I blocked out a lot of middle school. I think everybody has blocked out a lot um, of middle school. Because I've said this before and I'll say it a thousand times <laughs> till the day I die. If anybody says that they were cool in middle school, they are lying to you very true because there's middle school cool and then there's cool like yeah. middle school cool you're not actually cool you're just eighth graders exactly so that's one of the things is that it felt very real to people mm-hmm. they felt 
connected and they, and I know a lot of it for uh, the Chinese community, mm. the Asian community felt very connected. They were like, we see ourselves like, in finally. this movie. Yeah, and it's a, it was a big deal. I mean, the director herself is Chinese Canadian. Exactly. She, I think she immigrated when she was like two yeah. to Canada. So so there's a lot of a lot of realism and a lot mm-hmm. of um, authenticity. The, uh, yeah, authenticity in this film. Um, her friends, again, like, I had friends like that in middle school who were beyond ridiculous with me, oh. but also we were connected at yeah. the hip. Like, I had weird no, friends. No way, I was a weird friend. shape, or form would we ever be, you know, away from each other, mm-hmm. tried to always be with each other, tried to go see the same groups, all that kind of stuff. You know, that was who we were. But... I mean, I did some weird stuff in middle everyone school. Everyone did weird stuff in middle school. The one thing, though, instead of people right now focusing on the authenticity of the film... People have decided to focus on how mature, and mind you, I'm putting quote air quotes around this, how mature they think this film is. If they think this movie is mature, they should really take a look at some older Disney movies, Disney and Pixar, because let me tell you. They're, okay, the amount of innuendos in every Disney or Pixar film, mainly Pixar films, that is... Uh, Disney gets away with some. But Pixar, Pixar is quite a few. Like... The, and DreamWorks, everything. Like, there they, are they so really many. Push so, the line. saying that this film is mature, mature because it talks about periods or it talks about puberty. puberty and growing up. And, and I think a big one that people were mentioning was that they felt like it was going to teach kids to rebel. And they felt like rebelling against their parents was a big deal. Okay, I'm have sorry, but. Have you seen any Disney movie? Have you in seen history? any 13 year old child? The most rebellious. Okay, think about to John Mulaney. Quote John Mulaney. Thirteen-year-olds are the meanest people in the world. world. Like they will be. What was he say? They will. Um, was it? They they'll, will they'll find the thing you don't like about yourself and target it and like make fun of you. for Yeah, it. exactly. Like thirteen-year-olds are the most rebellious, most rude, and like, like that's just, just who they middle are. school is in general are just annoying. Exactly. I'm sorry so, if you're listening and you're in middle school. I'm sorry, but, but it's, it's true. true. It's true. And instead of focusing on being thirteen, they're focusing on it being too mature and okay let like, me there's so many people that are like i watched this with my young boys like 9 to 13 and then they brought up periods it's like okay talk to them about yeah, it yeah why not people with uteruses have periods it's natural talk about it yes and also because the more that you talk about it from the time that they're young obviously you don't have to go into full detail no. with them at nine years old but just uh let them know that yeah this is a this is a natural thing that happens exactly. to people with uteruses wanna, it's gonna happen and, and so that just... way they'll be not so awkward and weird about it yeah. as they get older then they can you know get more into depth with it as they get older and they'll understand and they're not gonna be so weird about yeah. it yeah and also you know? let's just say that like one this movie doesn't even go too in depth into periods right. it's not it's, it's not like in your face there's like two scenes she shows they she talks about the pads and she talks about cramps that's basically yeah, it. There's really there's not, not a whole lot left much to it. I will say I did love um, her father's reaction. <laughs> so cute. Okay, her, her dad is so. My great. favorite thing in films, though, is the my one of my favorite things is when they have like the parent or guardian figure who's a male who has that that reaction of like I'm gonna walk away right now because right. it happens in this and then it happens in uh, Anne with an E. Oh, when yeah. Anne gets her period for the first time, and Matthew's just like, I'm gonna go milk the cows, and he just leaves. It's like break of dawn. He's just like, bye. Yep. I'm like, accurate. That's our dad was the same. Well, our dad's not that way. Our dad was like willing to like buy pads and tampons yeah. and stuff, but he also <laughs> didn't like us to leave them like out in the bathroom, like on the shelves and stuff. It's like, where else do you want us to put them? Up in our bedroom? That's not gonna work when we're in the bathroom. Yeah, like, so it's just work. one of those things. But you know? I mean, he's not like, 
super weird about it. No. But... I did know, you know, but, like, middle school kids can be cruel about yeah. those kind of things. And so, the the scene of... I mean, I know from experience that middle school... I had... My friends, like, turned on me once in middle school. And yeah. I hated it. It was so mean. Yeah, I... And, and it's not even... But, like, they can be cruel about periods, too. It's a big thing. And, you know, be, going through puberty in middle school is mm-hmm. a hard thing. And so, understanding... And I think one of my favorite things, though, is that May's not even actually going through puberty in no. the film. Like, you don't... She it's doesn't talk like about that. It's just, like, a metaphor... People have, like, said that it's, like, a metaphor within the movie. Exactly, which is understandable. she's, like, you know, maturing and growing up. And, and that's how it is. Like, I remember, you know, turning 13... I don't remember turning 13. But I remember in that age group, I... Because I was the youngest of our mm-hmm. family, I... One, I did get away with a little bit more than yes, you guys. You <laughs> because you were the baby. I was the baby. I still am. Um, but I also remember there being that kind of going from middle school to high school and you kind of stepping up, but then you're also back on the bottom of the food chain. So then you're kind of having to find your way back Mm -hmm. into being, uh, and you're almost, you're getting ready to be an adult, you know, you're getting ready to have more responsibility, more. Right. And, um, And that's the thing about, about like middle school is that we, I think we mentioned this earlier with our brother, maybe like earlier today or yesterday or something that like in middle school, you're not a child anymore, but you're not quite a teenager exactly. or adult. So you're, like, in that awkward phase where you're trying to figure yourself out. And that is basically what this movie was, mm-hmm. is that May has been so... For so long, you know, she's been sheltered in a certain sense yeah. with, like, her mother and, and all that's... this kind of stuff. And so then she's now going through this big thing of, hello, I'm a red panda when I, you know, emotions get heavy. So now she's trying to figure out who she is exactly. in a sense and, and I know she has one great thing, friends yeah and I know that one thing people pointed out was how um the a big thing and they talk about it with this and with um when they did Encanto which is another movie that if you guys haven't seen it yet is fantastic great. um another thing that they talk about is the generational trauma that mm-hmm. is in not only this but is in Encanto as well which is you know the way her mother treats her versus how her mother's mother treated her and like right. how it kind of all comes down and it all comes into it all explodes at the end of it you know when they talk when they all finally talk about it and Mm -hmm. kind of have this moment yeah it's like it's one of those things where it's like they don't heal from it they don't have a chance to heal but they have a chance to start the healing start the healing process it's like that kind of healing does not happen overnight no and i know that we we actually we had a conversation with our dad about this a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago yeah um it was after Encanto. yeah it was after Encanto. we were talking to him about it for those who don't know our dad is hispanic he's from peru so yeah so we were talking about it we asked him you know is there any kind of generational trauma in our family like do you ha- did you ever have that growing up in your household? Right. And he was like, yeah, there was quite, you know, there is quite a bit of generational trauma being in that community and, mm-hmm. you know, being in a multi-generational household like that. It, there's a lot of that. And it's something that we ourselves haven't really experienced. Right. Being in the, being in the States and not having our dad's entire family exactly. with us, you but, know. And so, like, we can't connect with that for May or for uh, Mirabelle, but the way that people have connected to that now right. and it's like people think that it's being too mature they think it's being too open and they think it's being too um they think it's inappropriate to talk no. about and i'm like do you know how many kids probably out there are saying hey that's, that's my that's my family right. that right there is my family it's, it's opening up the conversations for these families to have exactly you know? and that's a big thing it's it's an important thing mm-hmm. and saying that this movie is inappropriate saying that this movie is immature opens up a conversation also for how immature movies have been in the past mm-hmm. when it comes to Disney and Pixar. And so if you if you don't know, there's a um, there's an article on BuzzFeed yeah. and it talks about 10 movies, basically 10 Disney movies that are way more mature than this. Right. So um, 
we're gonna just go over these 10 really quick. So the first one, obviously, is The Little Mermaid. I mean, again, what? how old is she, like 15? She's 16, 16 years old. She marries a guy who, let's be clear, we don't even know his age. Yeah, we okay? don't know He could he be 30 years old. He, we don't she know. She literally uses magic, gives up her voice for a man, and then exactly. by the end of it, her dad's like, oh, okay, you can be a permanent human and like, you know, marry um, this man. Mm, she's no. 16? Hello? She's 16. She doesn't know. I, I didn't even know what I wanted at 16. I, I still don't know what I want. I I'm 16, 25. When I was 16, I wanted to be a doctor, and then I found out how much science classes I had to take, and I was done with that in a heartbeat. I was like, nope, yeah. not gonna last. Yeah, I still don't know what I want to do with my life, and I'm almost 26. What, so. I'm pretty sure when you were 16, you were that, you, no, was it 16, I think, that you were like, I'm gonna be a veterinarian no, that was I was younger. Yeah, I a veterinarian. Younger. I'm gonna be a chef and a carpenter. I'm that gonna was, build the homes for the dogs. I'm gonna take care of the dogs and I'm gonna feed the dogs. Yeah, like that, that was, was. I think that was probably middle school. But like, like nobody, ambitious. nobody knows what they want to do. Most people don't know what they want to do at 16. There are some who have their lives planned out, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But most people don't. So I'm sorry, but getting married at 16, not <laughs> the right plan. I'm just saying this now. I mean, I, hey, here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna preface this next, like this bit with saying that. I still love pretty much all these movies. Oh on yes, this list. I will always. They're love great. These they're they're fun movies, but we can you Admit. Know, acknowledge that they had some problems. Oh yes, while still enjoying their movies. Like I still enjoy watching them. Mm -hmm. That's not going to change. Exactly. Um, okay, next one: Beauty and the Beast. I'm the Stockholm Syndrome. Well, here's a. There's an argument. There's a consistent debate Maybe. over whether this is actually Stockholm Syndrome I, I or know. not. But like that's the basic is you know she. She is captive by this dude who's a beast. She supposedly falls in love with him. He falls in love with her, and then he changes, changes, and he, she marries him. How old is she? I don't know. Do we know how old she is? No, we do not. She could be fourteen. She could be sixteen, and he could be seventy-two. We don't know. Mm -hmm. No, I think he's only supposed to be like in his twenties or something. I don't know. But like, it's never clear. It, it's it's odd. How long? How long is she with him? Only, Several months, I'm pretty sure. Because it's through the winter, it, right? Like, I think we see through the winter and then, like, into spring, but I don't know. It's but been a while I feel since like, I, watched it. I, feel, I honestly feel like it's only supposed to have been, like, a couple weeks or something. It feels I like it know. should have been a very short time. I don't know. But you're saying that's not inappropriate? Okay, sure. Why not? Literally being held captive. Um, And then, let's see. Oh, and don't even get me started on Gaston. Okay? Gaston. Gaston is a. <sighs> he dies, guys! He dies! Yeah, Come on. you don't think, like, you... isn't the, like, that you see the shadow? No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's Tarzan, Tarzan, where yeah. you see the shadow of him hanging from a vine. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That one's pretty If mature. that didn't mess you up as a kid, I don't know what did. I I'm mean... sorry, but Chicken Run? Chicken Run. <laughs> How is Chicken Run not inappropriate? Like, come on, man. Um, okay. I don't think that's even Disney or Pixar. That's, I don't know. I want to say that's DreamWorks. It, like I said, DreamWorks, man. It might not be DreamWorks, though. I, well, then don't say it if it's not I DreamWorks. I don't know. It's been forever since I've watched it. Okay, number three. Snow White. Again, isn't she like she's thirteen? No, she's fourteen. Fourteen. She's Same fourteen. Difference. Not only that, she meets she meets the prince one time, then gets awoken from him from a coma. Yeah. Consent, my dude. Consent. <laughs> Consent. And also, Consent. let's not even get started on the the dwarfism aspect of it all. Yeah. People have gone off about yeah. the dwarfism dwarfism act aspect. Thank you. Aspect of it all. When I get going, I kind of, my words kind of fumble. Get jumbled, yeah. Yes. Um, I get that. So that's a big thing. Consent. And I know a lot of parents recently have been, have been using Snow White as, mm -hmm. and Sleeping Beauty as a way to say, hey, this isn't what you do. This right. is not, a, like, this is not okay. Like, it's okay to watch the movies and enjoy them as long as you can recognize that's not exactly. okay to do in exactly. real life, you know? And there's, like, there's a few, like, parody type things of it where they're like, hey, don't, right. let's not do that, you know? 
Um, and speaking of number four, Sleeping Beauty, consent as well. <laughs> consent. I mean... I think in this one she's 16 also? She, yeah, because it's her 16th birthday. Yeah, yeah. So this one... It, yeah, it's consent, dude. Like, you don't kiss someone when they're sleeping. If they don't... If you're, like... Even if you are married to them, or even if you are dating them, no. Unless you get a yes, like, it's a big... It's yeah. A no. Consent. So that's a big thing. Um, oh, and then number five, Aladdin. Ooh. Aladdin. She's 15, and she she's tries like, to seduce, seduce Jafar. Jafar. I mean, m- to be fair, she's not attracted to him. Right. But it's, 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 it's all it's, a ploy. But yes. still, it's like the actions and the movements exactly. and the and way I'm she sorry, talks. I'm sorry, but like... Jasmine is sexy, okay? We can all admit that right now. Yes, but she's also 15. But she's, like, she's She cute. was designed as a sexy She was. And though. it's the same thing with, like, Jessica Rabbit. And with Meg from Hercules. I mean, yeah, Meg was designed as a sexy character. Yeah, so the fact that people are like, oh, this movie is so inappropriate. Like, I'm sorry. Have you Where seen... Where have you been? Have you seen any of the other female characters in any show it's or like, movie? It's like, May has a realistic, like, body type for she a 13 ha- Yeah, all of know? them do. They all look... Well, I mean, they're cartoon characters. But, but they still, all look realistic. The point is that they were all designed to look like real people. Exactly. You know? They're not all the stick-thin, blonde hair. Exactly. They're not know? the typical... They're not what you... They're not the... They're not what most people would think of. Exactly. You know, which is great. It's yeah, it's great that they are branching out and, and giving us realistic versions right. of who we are. You it's know? like I had plenty of friends that you know were a little curvier than me. I mean, I was stick. Jillian thin. is still stick thin. I'm still sick Girl, thin. guys, yeah. she has not even hit a hundred pounds. Why do you have to blast me on? Because on the you podcast? are a stick. Not as much as I used to be. Not as much as she used to be. That is very true. But like, come on, man. Um, okay, Aladdin obviously is messed up. I mean, let's be fair. She. She marries this guy after he tricks her. And lies and steals. Yeah, so let's be, you know. Um, But I will give it props for having Robin Williams. So, you know. Okay, number six. I don't... Okay, here's the thing. I do not ever remember watching Dumbo, but apparently... Apparently baby, apparently baby elephant Dumbo gets drunk. Right. I don't remember watching this. I don't remember watching either. Dumbo. I don't know if I've ever seen Dumbo, to be honest with I you. don't know. I don't think I, I think the only memories I have are watching, like, clips. Yeah. And then our mom's coloring book when we were younger yeah. that had Dumbo in it. Yeah. That's, that's what I remember. Yeah, I don't remember So, apparently it. he gets drunk in Dumbo. Although, here, it could be that I have seen it and I just don't remember, like, it has mm. happened many times. Mm. Yes. We're not going into this, though. But it has, guys. She has memory loss issues at this point. I do. (laughs) I don't know how it happens. Okay. Number seven. This one I don't know if I agree with necessarily, but Lilo and Stitch, they talk about CPS. When CPS comes to take Lilo away. I will say, while it's not inappropriate, it is more mature. Yeah. Well, isn't this article about movies that were more mature, not inappropriate? It says, like, it it was, like, inappropriate or mature, whatever. I think it was more mature than inappropriate. Yes, maybe. Well, on one hand, I agree that CPS is way more mature. I also will say, like, it is something that a lot of kids have to deal with. So it's I think like there's really nothing inappropriate really about that. No, because it's something that that kids have to deal with. It's something Mm -hmm. that is a realistic thing. I knew plenty of kids growing up who had to deal with CPS. Uh, We knew a family that had to deal with CPS. Yeah, so it's like it's not anything that is new to people. Right. People know about it. It's just not something that people talk about all that often. Right. Um. And there was the fact that, like, she was being raised by her older sister. Right, which, which happens. Exactly. Because then Nani was, like, 19. Yeah, so it's Lilo something, like, you know. was, like, five or six. Which I'm going to say, like, she she's a really smart kid for five. 
To be I fair, mean, though, kids are smarter than we the think thing. they are. Kid, young kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Exactly. They remember things, mm-hmm. and they are very... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number eight is one that I know all of people, every person our generation talks about is Toy Story 3. Oh my gosh, the furnace. The furnace. I'm going to tell you, I remember watching... You wept. I went to go see that in theaters with a, with a group of friends. I remember... You wept. And I was I did cry because it was so sad. It was like they were basically going to commit like mass suicide, essentially. It's like, <laughs> well, oh my gosh. No, 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 because remember, they got trapped. They well, didn't jump in there voluntarily, <laughs> Jillian. They did not jump in there voluntarily. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Guys, I don't think she understands how this movie ended. <laughs> I haven't seen it in forever, okay? And it's late. Are you sure you've even seen it, Jillian? Yes, because I went to the theater Okay, and saw it. But, like, okay, so this movie's on that list. I don't know if I necessarily agree with this because, like, let's be fair, most Disney and Pixar movies deal with death. Yeah. Most of them, like, a parent dies or a family member dies or a sim- like There's someone. always a parent that dies. It's always the mom. Although I think I read somewhere one time that it's, like, because Walt Disney's own mom had died when he was younger, so it was, like, a thing he put into all his movies, which I wouldn't put it past him. That's what a lot of creators do. They, they you know, use their... life experiences. Yeah. But so. I don't know if I would agree with with um, it being too mature. Right. Because I think most people have dealt with death in their lifetime. Right. Whether directly or indirectly. Like, they've dealt with it, you know? Um, so I don't know. Maybe. Um, number nine, though... <laughs> Lion King. The Lion King. Mada. Mada. It's going down. I'm, I'm yelling Simba. Simba. Um, I'm I s- can sort of understand. I can understand because, I mean, murderer. murderer. He's a murderer. That's just, He's you a know. Mur- a what? He's a murderer. A murmur? He's a murderer. Okay. Murderer. Okay. Um, he kills his brother, guys. He doesn't... He, he indirectly... He... Do he, not fight me on this, Jillian Dobula. He kills his brother. He indirectly kills him. At best, it would probably be like, uh, like a homicide. Yeah, it, well, straight no, up it'd probably be like it'd probably manslaughter, be manslaughter, probably, yeah. or even like, yeah, probably a manslaughter. But like, he kills him. Yeah, and like. I'm sorry, but, and like... And then there's, like, at the end with Scar, there's, like, the... Uh, obviously, the illusion that the hyenas, hyenas are killing him. Yeah, which, I mean... Uh, uh, so, murder again. Karma, guys. Karma. So, like, I can understand why that's on there. And then, obviously, number 10, which I do not ever remember watching this movie, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or is it Notre Dame? I think it's Notre Dame. Is, I think it's Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is the school. Notre yeah. Dame is the building. Yes. So the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't know if I've ever seen it either. I don't think I have. I know you love the song from it though. I love. Well, no, I love the song from the music. No, it is in the movie. No, yeah, yeah out there is in. The yeah, movie. well, because it's also the musical. So I was like, wait, I do love that song, yeah, and I know every I, word to I it. I don't know if I've ever actually seen this movie. I don't either. I don't know if we have it. No, um, we might. We might. I'd have but to. But I will say, um, because the way it it talks about the fact that. Um, the one guy, I do not remember his name. Fro-Fro-Yo. Uh, Fro-Yo? It's not Fro-Yo. It's not Fro-Yo. It's not Frodo. But it's like F-R-O-L-L-O. So it's like the Frollo? Frollo? Frollo, Fro-Yo. It's not Fro-Yo. <laughs> it's Frolio or something. Frollo. Something like that. He, he, I think it's like he kills, he kills, um, Somebody and then like tries to kill her baby too. Yeah, he tries to drown, um. Yeah, what, drown the baby. What's the name of the hunchback? Quasimodo? Uh, Quasimodo, thank you. He tries to kill Quasimodo, I'm pretty sure, you know? As a baby, right? And then he locks him in this tower, tower and he keeps him there, tells mm-hmm. him... I'm sorry, but the like the lyrics of the song is, you are deformed and you're, you're ugly. ugly. Yeah. Like, come on. Abuse. That's a great... That's a great message for a kid's film. Yeah. And I will say, though, what's really funny to me is... Um, is I'm pretty sure... I remember at one point in 
one of my English or my theater class in high school, our teacher that we had was talking to us about Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the movie. And then she decided to bring up the actual story, which I'm pretty sure she said ends with um, what's her Esmeralda and Quasimodo dying together. Huh. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I've never read the story. No, I've never, I don't think either. I've even seen the movie. So I will say I think this movie is a, a little bit more mature than others. You know, with the the... The amount of basically bullying and yeah. abuse and neglect. neglect that happens in the film is incredible. Yeah. Like, just, it's insane. Right. So, compared to those, Turning Red is pretty yeah. tame. And also, one other one that I want to bring up really quick about maturity levels. If y'all let your kids watch Andy Mack, then you cannot say anything. Her own mother was the actually her mother. older sister. Her older sister was her actually her mother. Because she grew up thinking that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mother was her sister. But, like, you cannot get any more mature than that. And also, mind you, it was the first... coming out. Yeah, it was the very first TV show, first Disney show, that had an actual character on the show say, I am gay. Right. Oh, Cyrus. What a cute guy. Cyrus and PJ. Joshua Rush? Joshua Rush, yes. So, one of the most mature shows on Disney, along with... And, honestly... I mean, older, like, in Lizzie McGuire, one of the episodes, they legit talk about wanting bras. Yeah, so, you can't let your kids watch... You can't let your kids not watch Turning Red, but let them watch shows like Andy Mack or Girl Meets World or Lizzie McGuire or even Kim Possible. Like, that even had some stuff in it. Like, like, you can't... Well, here's the thing. We're not telling you what you can and can't let your kids watch, but but it's like the principle of it. It's a hypocritical thing. Right. Is to say, I'm not going to let my child watch this because it's talking about periods. But I'll let them watch this show where where a lion murders another lion. Yeah, movie where a lion murders another lion. What did I say? You said show. Oh. You obviously don't know media. It's Shut a genre, up. Jillian. Shut up. Yeah. Um, so it's a big thing right now is, you know, people talking about this and how mature right. it, this seems to be when there are so much... Other there, content. Yeah, there's so much other content that is way more, way worse yeah. than the maturity level in this. Yeah, like, it really it, is not that bad. Like, like I said, I'm pretty sure that the period stuff is only talked about, like, twice. Exactly. In the movie, and then it I, doesn't really I mean, come up I yet. will say Abby does bring up the fact that her parents think that Four Towns music is stripper music. Oh, so. and then she bites the dodgeball. I love Abby. Like, I will say. I, I felt connected to Abby on a deep level, because I also was small. Yes. Like, I was tiny, and I feel like I was super chaotic as well. Yes. I was... You were a wild child. Not wild. No, I was the wild child. You were the wild. I was just, like so energetic all yeah. the time. I was just so, going, going, going. like, I can understand. I do, on one hand, I can understand where parents are coming from because it's, a, sometimes they're hard conversations to bring up right. with kids. You know, you like, don't want to. we're not to... parents, so we don't exactly. have that understand or, like, that viewpoint of being like, but I don't also, want to talk to my kids about this yet. But also. But also for me, like, for me, I grew up with two older sisters right. and a mom who had no issue, no issue. No issue talking, talking about, about this stuff. stuff. It did not matter. But for someone, for someone like Mei Lin, who is an only child, right. who is, you know, who is Chinese-Canadian, who has a lot of standards and a lot mm-hmm. of, you know... Expectations. Expectations. I can understand that it might be hard to bring up those kind of things mm-hmm. and to talk about any type also, of Also, it was the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, early 2000s was kind of weird when it came to that kind of stuff. I say, but I don't remember the early 2000s yeah. very well. So, it, like... The biggest, I, the fact that this is a controversy right now, or co- controversy, controversy right now with this film, is kind of odd to me because right. they're they're and, getting mad over natural right. things. And I, although to be fair, I think that 
it's not as like many people Mm-mm. as we think because it it's just because it's like a handful of posts that are just going around. Yeah, and that's because I think the support for this movie is a lot bigger. I mean, it has I think it has like a ninety five percent score on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which is amazing, which is pretty good. And it's like pretty much every content creator that I've like seen like come across on like TikTok and Twitter and whatnot has said that like they love this movie. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. I am so happy. So cute. They're all just like super super adorable they're all super friendly and super great and like they just love each other you know right like and i was laughing throughout the, the whole entire thing. film so funny i'm like yeah that's yeah what 13 year olds are like yes and i will say okay the fact that tyler becomes one of their friends he gets a friendship gets a bracelet friendship guys bracelet. oh my god like oh man it's so cute oh. like i had i had a guy friend that i was friends with all from like elementary through yeah. middle school we kind of grew apart in high school just you know different friend groups and stuff mm-hmm. um but, like, it kind of, like, reminded me of that, you know, like, there's, like, that one guy that you're, like, really close with, you know? I had I had a, a couple best friends who lived across the street right. from us for years who I was best friends with. Mm-hmm. They were my brothers, you know? That's just how it was. Right. So, like, I loved that part. I love that he kind of became their friend. And, and they, like, see them. him at the concert and they're like, Tyler, you're a four-townie, too? He's like, what? No, 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 no. No, that's not me. No, that's what? Like, exactly. That's exactly 13-year-old boys. They're going to deny liking all, that kind of stuff, All you know? the time. Every time. But it, all in all, the biggest thing I wanted to address with this episode in general was the fact that this kind of stuff isn't something that people should be afraid of and it feels like right now parents are afraid to talk about this stuff they're afraid Mm -hmm. to bring it up to their kids because they don't want their kids to ask questions they don't want their kids to ask i i think what they're afraid of is that our kids are growing up right which i know that our parents obviously my my mom our mom was afraid of me growing up because i mean (laughs) i'm a nightmare crazy as a kid but also i you know growing up I've learned things, you know, mm-hmm. I've learned to be more mature. I've learned to, you know, take my time right. and I've learned to... I mean, you to, still got things to work on. Of course, everyone does. But, like, the fact that parents are afraid of that, right. afraid of their kids growing up... And and that's another thing that was, like, addressed in the movie, too, is uh, at the end when they're going, like, through the portal, whatever, and May's mom, she's like, you know, I'm afraid that the farther you go, you know, I'm going to lose you, essentially. I thought that's what May says to her mom. No, I'm pretty sure that's what her... Oh, maybe May does say Yeah, that. yeah, because she was like, I don't... I, I'm afraid of losing you. I'm right. afraid it's going to take okay. me away from you. That's right. And then her mom's like, you know, as far... You know, no matter how far you go, you know, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to be yeah. proud of you. And it's, and it's like, a big thing because, like, yeah. it's true. Like, kids... One, I think a big thing is kids are afraid to talk to their parents. They're mm-hmm. afraid to, you know, be emotional with their parents because they don't know how their parents right. are going to react. And, and that's one thing that, like... I see, like, a lot of parents I've seen today are trying to, like, our generation and, like, the generation right in front of us are, like, trying to break is, it's okay, I'm your parent, you can be vulnerable exactly. with me, you can show your emotions You can me. talk to me and tell me what's going on. Right. I mean, it's a great thing, and that's one thing that I think they, they kind of push towards in the end of the movie mm-hmm. is her mom saying... It's okay. I'm. You're still my daughter. You're right. still gonna be I my kid. I still love you, and, and I'm like, I will always be there right. for and you. And like even uh, Ming, right? Ming, Ming, yeah. Ming, and then her mother also had a little moment of reconciling yeah. towards the end as well, yeah. which was great. To and see. even like even seeing her dad, you know, be in the so that supportive. moment in the movie when he brings her the tape, and the he's camera. like, he's like, I loved seeing this part of you, right. and I loved, you know, this is your mom was you know, the greatest, you know, she, the reason why she, her and her mom got in a fight was because of me. You know, she fought mm-hmm. to have me. Right. I do, I will say that one of my favorite things is seeing that post that someone made where they were like, the fact that he, you know, like, if I have a man who would cook like this, I, I would, would fight, fight for, for him, him too. too. Yeah. And I was like, I'd turn I into mean, a giant panda too. I was like, yeah, Okay, but yes. the sequence of him cooking, <gasps> did you say that you saw a gift set of that? Yeah, I saw a gift set, gift set of it right before I saw the movie and I was like, yes. 
It was yes. so beautifully done. Gorgeous. Like, and the but, music behind it. But, like, the one thing, you know, that I think people need to take away from this film in general is don't be afraid of your kids growing up. Don't be afraid of your kids maybe wanting to take a step away from you and say, I'm going to be my own person now. Right. I'm going to try and make my own decisions. And here's the thing. Kids are their if, own people. Even if they make their own decision, if they, make, if they make a mistake, don't get mad at them about it. Don't say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, now what can we learn from this? Right. Tell me what, you know, find a way to learn from right. that and find a way to help them learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Find a way to help them learn to be their own person, mm-hmm. which is something that I think that our parents did with us, you know. I as mean, much as... Like, she, our mother made it a point, you know, to teach us right from wrong, essentially, as we were growing up. And then as we got older, she was less, you know, she was more of like, okay, you make your choices, whatever happens, you have to deal with what happens Exactly, And And then, you know, we'll deal with it together if we have to. Exactly. And that's the thing. What I loved is you have that moment in the movie when when May tells her parents, her mom, I'm going to be a, I'm going to keep this red panda. Mm. I don't want to get rid of it. Right. It, it's helped me become who I am. It's mm. helped me become a better person. To, to realize who I want to be. Exactly. And yes, her mom is mad at first, but then she comes to realize it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you make this decision on your own because it's a decision that you want to make and you're, you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, okay. Right. I'm going to let you make this decision. I'm going to let you be your own person for now. And we'll, and I mean, like, we'll we all s- come together and figure right, it out like, we end. see at the end that May, she still is, like, helping out at the exactly. museum, at the, the temple. Yeah. I almost said museum. It's a temple. So she's, like, helping out at the temple, you know, being the panda. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. But then at the end, her mom allows her to go off with her friends. Exactly. Which you know? is... It's like which she, is... So she's still, you know, being... Yeah. You know, so she's she's... Kind of like, you know, she's getting that the best she's, of both Yeah, and she's found sides. a way to balance it, you know? And it's mm-hmm. a big contrast from the very beginning of the movie when it was like she had to be home at a certain time. Right. She had to do certain things. She had chores. She, she had, had to all hide, of this. You know, she had to hide what she liked doing. Exactly. Which where is, she was. Exactly. Which is something that I love seeing is that you see that contrast from the very beginning of the film to the very end. Mm-hmm. You see how much they've changed and grown together. Right. And obviously, they're still growing to do. Oh, yeah. There's still a lot and, of growing. And, and I think that's one thing that some people might have, you know, issues with is be like, oh, it wrapped up too fast, or, oh, same thing with, like, Encanto, like, oh, it wrapped up too fast. It's like, no, it's not, the story's not wrapped up. I mean, the movie's over, but the story is still going. They could easily do a second one. Right, it's like... Which I would not be mad about. It's like, they're still, the characters are not done growing. Exactly. So I... I personally loved it. I I thought thought it was... was fantastic. I thought it was a great representation of of kids Mm -hmm. and who they're trying to be. Right. And it, it was a great representation of kids finding a way to talk to their parents mm-hmm. and finding a way to tell and their finding parents out and finding who they are exactly and so if you i mean if you have a problem with that i'm sorry right. that's that's how the movie is that's how kids are that's how speaking, life is speaking on representation i've seen the post a couple times that um the blonde girl in the movie she had a oh, was it a was it a uh a, a patch i think it was like diabetes yeah or it was for like insulin or yeah, something. something like that. So I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like a like a medical patch. Yeah. And people were like, "Hey, I have that." Yeah. You know, so they were like, "It was so subtle mm-hmm. that like you're not gonna necessarily notice it right away unless you're well, looking for it or yeah. unless you have it." Because like I didn't notice it. At yeah, first neither. Until yeah. I saw post. I didn't notice it. until you just mentioned it. Another right. thing, um, I can't remember her name. The actress who plays Priya, but she's also in Never Have I Ever. Right. She plays the main character. I Debbie finished watching it. Um, she mentioned how. The character Priya, you can tell she has, like, bags under her eyes. Mm-hmm. And 
the actress mentioned, like, that's how I look. Right. I have, I have that from late nights studying or late mm-hmm. nights being up and working. That's what I have. I look like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, Miriam had braces. Exactly. I, like, I didn't get braces, I think, until high school. I got braces my freshman year, so. I think I had, pretty sure I knew people in middle school that had braces. So, like, it was a big thing. It's a, it's a big step forward. And mm-hmm. a lot of the movies that are coming out now, people know, you'll notice, is that they're, they're branching out and they're stepping mm-hmm. out to be a lot more inclusive and representative of who we are as people and right. who and we are like, as kids and, and who, you know, who is watching their films. Right. And there's like one specific article that got pulled off the internet yeah. of that guy saying, I didn't enjoy this movie because I didn't see myself in it. It's like, okay, but you're in every, like you as, you know, in general are in every other single movie that's been made. So why is it a problem for the, the Asian community to finally exactly. get their representation or for the Latina community, Latino community to get their representation? Like, what is wrong with that? Exactly. And, and that's the it's thing. Like there's the nothing. Day, that's who they are. The day that the majority of the world figures out that it's okay to watch and enjoy a movie without necessarily seeing yourself represented in the characters, it will be a glorious day. It will be, yes. and Because and, personally for me... I watch movies just to watch movies. Oh, yeah. I don't, like, I don't watch Wally and be like, yeah, I, I'm a robot, too, you know? It's yeah. like, I don't watch Cars because I'm represented. I'm not represented in Cars because I'm no. a human being, but it's still a fun movie. Am I represented in everything? No. I mean, I guess most characters definitely have ADHD, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, can, I guess I am. But, but it's like... It's, it's like, this movie is a fun movie. It is. And, and it's, it's okay to watch a movie just for fun. Exactly. It's it's okay to not connect with something mm-hmm. as other people would. Right. It, that's and like, fine. And, the music in this movie... Yes. ...is so good. Like, the, the soundtrack's on Spotify, and so I put a bunch of the songs on my playlist for when I write. Yeah. And just, like... It, they're just so good. They're, they some are. of them are just like they're so catchy, even though it's like the instrumental stuff. Just like the beat yeah. is phenomenal, and I loved it. So even like the <clears throat> the Four Town songs, yeah. So you are know, so good. I want a whole Four Town album. I know. If you haven't seen this movie, then I don't know why you're listening to this episode. Right. Um, I definitely, you know, maybe go back and rewatch it and see, you know, things you missed or I kind of or want, kind of I wanted to rewatch it before we did this, but we watched something else. But that's okay because it was. Yeah. Not that long ago that we watched it. Yeah, so, like, go back, you know, take a moment and really watch the movie and see all of those little things that Mm -hmm. make it authentic and make it real and find something that maybe you connect with. I know a lot of people from, like, Canada were like, yeah, I recognize that building. I recognize that place. That's, you know, representative of this area. Yeah. I know that one specifically, the the arena that they're at, the yeah. Sky Dome, because I think they said it got renamed in, like, 2005. Yeah. So, the movie takes place in 2002, so it's perfect. You yeah, know? It's exactly. not renamed yet. I think there was a joke that somebody was like, so maybe they renamed it because they had to rebuild it, you know? <laughs> I was like, that's funny. That's, that's funny. funny. So, I I definitely suggest going back to rewatch it if you want to, you know, find something that you connect with, find someone, find someone in the film that you connect right. with, whether even it's if, a side character or not, even, you know? Yeah, even if you don't connect with a character, that's okay. Yeah, Watch you the know, movie for fun. Yeah, because like, there's a, so many fun things about It's a this great movie. movie. It's, you know, great characters. It's a, an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Incredible artwork, everything. Right. I think I connected the most with Miriam and Abby. Oh, yes. Just because, like, I, I connected like, the most with Priya and Abby because I was a dark kid. I was yeah. a very I was, dark individual as in I middle feel like school. I dressed more like Miriam, but I acted more like Abby. Middle school, you dressed more like Abby. Uh uh-uh. uh You were you were you weren't the tomboy you were. 
you were the one who you had those shirts, those uh the the shirts that had like like the ja- rhinestone oh p- yeah. like you had those shirts okay, well, everyone I started knows dressing those like are. more like Miriam in high school but still my point like I was I was Priya in yeah. in middle school I was a dark individual in middle school I was just energy. awkward I was just energy yeah so like you can all find something everyone can find something even if you don't that's fine just watch it to watch yeah, it so not everybody can find something well you know what I mean <sighs> anyways anyways fun movie. I absolutely uh, loved it. I'm sure there's stuff that we didn't mention that we, for sure. I, it there's a lot happens. of stuff, you know, whether it be you know other reviews or what other people took from it, or you know little details that they brought right. up. You know, I'm, it's like I'm. I know that there are other things about this movie that I love that I'm not thinking of right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I definitely, you know, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch it soon. Probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow while you're not here. Maybe. Yeah, I won't be here all morning, so it's great. We'll see. Um. So that is a wrap up for this episode. Yes. Um, I'm so glad that we're back doing this. Yes. I cannot wait to do more. We have so many more plans. Our next episode is also going to be a fun one. It might be a long one. We'll see. We're not going to say right now what it is. Yes. It's going to be a surprise. Um, um, if if we can get it, it depends on my work schedule. And my work I think. schedule. Mostly mine because yeah. if I work at night, I might not be able to watch it. Yeah. So we'll, so we'll figure see. it out. Um, but we hope that you guys come back and join us for more episodes. Yes. Ho- yes we hopefully hope you do. stick around for this season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be full of great a lot episodes. of ideas. So if you love Turning Red and you want to come talk to us about it, please come and talk to us about it. You can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N 729. And I am at Mama Releasey. That is capital M-A-M-A capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and also now on Instagram at TTFab Podcast. So come on and let us know what you thought and maybe give us some new ideas for episodes. We would love to hear from you guys and chat with you. We'll see you next week. Bye.